0: Welcome to Marriage Say Podcast. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm joined here today by my wife, Karen.
1: Hello. It's good, good to be here.
0: Good to have you here. This program today, we're talking about not confusing love with enabling. Now, enabling, that's a word that we never heard when we got married. You know, that, that, was, that wasn't even understood back then. No. <laughs> um, enabling is doing something that encourages your spouse to continue in a negative behavior.
1: So what's the difference between enabling and codependency?
0: Codependency. Well, it's a lot the same. Same. A codependent relationship means I need to be needed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm unhealthy and you're unhealthy and we are codependent on each other's unhealth. See, for example, Karen, so I had a, I had a, this is an extreme situation, I'll admit that, but it shows you what enabling is. So I had a woman that her husband had broken her jaw, broken her arm and put her in the hospital twice. And she blamed it on herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And see, every abuser has to have an enabler.
1: So she's the codependent one.
0: Well, well, yeah, she's codependent. Mm-hmm. And she needs to be needed. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, he beats her up. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if she wouldn't have made him mad, he wouldn't have done it. And so she was in my office, and I was saying to her, there is no excuse in a million years Mm-mm. for a man laying a hand on a woman like that. Well, I know, you know, but he really doesn't mean to. Well, he had a bad, Bad day, whatever. That's enabling, mm-hmm. okay, and that enabling means well. For example, um, a drug addict mm-hmm. has to have an enabler. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone has someone's paying the bills for this person, uh, and so there's men enablers, there's women enablers. So there has to be some healthy boundaries. Let me give you an example of what I just said. Let's just say that you're dating. You're dating, and you notice that your spouse. Pushes you one day, mm-hmm. he gets mad at you, or she gets mad at you. Because there's some women that beat the heck out of their husbands, and so <laughs> they're they get mad at you, and they they push you, mm-hmm. and they're they they get physical with you, okay, and and then you let it pass, and then whatever happens in dating is going to get worse in marriage, okay. There's another way, and so that means you're unhealthy. If I'm willing to let, to be the scapegoat. Mm-hmm. If I'm willing to let you do a negative behavior and I enable you to do it, that just means I'm unhealthy. But the healthy thing is say, don't you ever put your hand on me again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and to say...
1: I like that quote you always say. First time, such and such, and then the second time...
0: First first time is shame on you, second time is shame on me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So, no, the, no the, that's, you're the talking victim about... the thing, yeah. First time... You're a victim the second time. You're a volunteer.
1: Exactly. I love that
0: quote. Well, so there's some people who get mad. There, there was a there was a person who heard me say that, and they got really mad at me, and they said, "I didn't volunteer for this. If you keep letting it happen, you did." Yes. You know, if you let somebody keep abusing you, that that's not. Yeah, because that's what
1: we're talking about. We're talking about physical
0: abuse. Well, but we're talking about it could be drug addiction. It mm-hmm. could be a gambling True. addiction. True. True. Uh, and it's it's like this. Well, so it could be uh, just negative behavior. Just Uh, We have a situation that we're familiar with, that there is, uh, I'm going to say, a man who is verbally violent to his wife and everybody around him. Mm -hmm. He is the most, uh, I don't even know how labeled to put on it, and she puts up with it. Mm -hmm. And the reason that he keeps, if she she should tell him you're not going to talk that way to me and the kids Mm -hmm. and if you do I'm going to find another place to live Mm -hmm. or you're going to leave and so because it's not just a little innocent behavior he is verbally violent well
1: I think that you and I when we first I can remember this so clearly we were like young married but we had you know, we were in church, and we had become healthy, and we were doing really well, actually. And I remember all these self-help books started coming out, and everybody was talking about these self-help books. And so, when I when you're talking, this is what comes to my mind: is we today's people or generation, whatever, it's a bunch of entitled people that think that they can behave any way they want to behave, That's and right. there's no consequences. Right. And you know, it's this um, this thing of I'm protecting myself. It's all about me. It's me, me, me. It's self, self, self. And, you know, and then that's why books have to be written about boundaries because, you know, they've crossed too many boundaries. And, you know, so I think what you and I are trying to say here is come back to the middle of what God says, you know, of what of what he says is healthy. And, you know, and um, and it is exactly what you said. No, you can't talk to me that way. No, you can't treat me that way. You know, and it's, it's just finding that healthy balance of you know if you're if your spouse is unhealthy and enabling or codependent you can need to get some counseling
0: well people people will treat you like you train them to treat you and if you let people disrespect you and walk all over you it's your fault mm-hmm. now not the first time but the second the third the fourth time they're doing it because you don't set any boundaries mm-hmm. and so you don't you're not going to talk to me like that no i'm not going to sit here and let you talk to me like that now all of us are imperfect and we have to love each other in spite of our imperfections. But here's, here's another way to say it. I love you being imperfect, and you're going to have to love me being imperfect, but I will not help you self-destruct, mm-hmm. and I will not help you dis- hurt the people around us. And so there's behavior that's just... Uh, there, there was a... When we started pastoring, Karen, 40 years ago, when I first started pastoring the church in Amarillo, there was a guy, his name was David, and he wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. His wife didn't work. And uh, and he uh, barred, He didn't borrow. He, he said that he was living by faith. And he said, um, the Lord told me not to work, that people would take care of me. And that would be a sign of his blessing on me. So he would come into church and his wife, they had several children. And they let everybody know, we don't work. We're just trusting God. Well, the good people of our church helped him. They helped his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I told him one day, I said, now, you're not going to get any more money out of our people. If you're not going to work, you need to leave this church. The Bible says if a man won't work, he's worse than an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there panhandling mm-hmm. off of everybody. In the church, and his wife is sitting there staring at him. His wife should have said to him, bud, you go to work and you leave these people alone. But she enabled it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and He was wrong, but she put up with it. And so. I'm not going to sit back and watch you self-destruct, whether it's a gambling addiction, a drug addiction, an alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. a porn addiction, whatever it might uh, f- physical abuse, verbal abuse, whatever it might be. I'm setting a standard that lets you know if you want to change and get help, I'll help you. I'll, I'll go with you. I'll help you and I'll love you anyway. If you're going to try to do this. In other words, it's not just negative behavior. It's not like, okay, you're watching too many football games. Well, you're doing too much social media. Well, you're talking to your friends. That's that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about destructive behavior. Mm-hmm. These are things that destroy people and destroy families. And I I love you enough to stand in front of your, your way. So James 4 says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The word resist there is the Greek word antitaso. Mm -hmm. It means to set yourself in battle formation against. Mm -hmm. So I've walked in pride. I mean, I've I've been proud many times. Will the Lord resist that? Well, does that mean the Lord doesn't love me? No, the Lord loves me a lot. Here's the picture. So you see your child and your child is about to walk off a cliff. Mm -hmm. Do you stand there and watch him do it? No. You get in front of him and you fight him. Mm -hmm. And they think they're right. You know, they're a teenager. They think they're right about everything. So they're walking toward the cliff. Do you stand back and say, bye? Good to know you. Or do you get in front of them and fight them to keep them from going over the cliff? That's the picture. Mm -hmm. When God sees us walking in pride, pride goes before destruction. Mm -hmm. He knows we're going to do. So he stands in front of us and he fights to keep us from destroying ourselves. But when we're humble, he gives us grace. Mm -hmm. And so when we see our spouse... Self-destructing, we have to love them enough to set a boundary on that, mm-hmm. and to say, "Listen, if you want to get help, I'll go with you. Uh, I'm not going to let you keep taking money out of our bank account to go buy drugs, uh, and I'm not going to I'm not going to sit back and watch you, you know, verbally abuse me and the children, you know, blah blah blah. Again, men and women, and I had a I had a man that his wife was half his size. And she beat the crud of him every time she got mad. And it happened since they've been dating. Oh, my God. And he put up with it. And so I'm saying, and she got arrested, by the way. So the.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's definitely. But, it, but
0: Karen, a lot of these things start mm-hmm. very innocently.
1: Well, I have a question because this kind of popped in my head when you were talking. So, with a codependent or enabling person, don't you have to have a manipulator? Somebody who manipulates because they know how to manipulate. They okay. know how to convince right. this person. They're right. masters at manipulating that's the right. whole situation and, you know, telling, you know, oh, you're crazy. Oh, that's not true. Oh, da, da.
0: Well, the person that's the, the manipulator or the abuser, they need this person over here. They can only be who they are with an enabler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're codependent. They're dependent on this person. The other person is dependent upon their approval. Mm-hmm. And so, see, you and I both know a person very well they married a bad man knowing it was a bad man but they made a bad they married a bad man because their self-esteem was so low that they felt better than the bad man mm-hmm. that bad man made them feel better about yeah. themselves and then when they got married they were constantly negative about the bad man mm-hmm. and so, so sometimes when you're in a when you're in a codependent relationship you need to get sometimes a healthy person stands up that's the point mm-hmm. a healthy person says no I'm not going along with that. I'm not paying that bill. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to let you do that. You stand up. That's how if you can't do that and you're in a destructive relationship, you're a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like like you said Karen, it's a codependent relationship. Mm-hmm. So even if you're the addict and you're the abuser, I still have to take responsibility for the fact I'm in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So you need to get help and and Get someone to help you work through the issues of why would you let yourself be in this situation?
1: One I think, too, it's so important for people to know each other's past. You know, before you get married, you need to know that other person's past. You sure. need to know how they were raised, sure. what they're around. You know, because if they're, if they're hiding something, if they're not revealing what happened in their past, there's probably hurts, there's probably abuse, there's probably something that happened to them that they need healing for, and it's going to come out yeah. in the marriage. Yeah. And that's where the codependent enabling happens is because they've experienced that in the past. So being married to it seems normal.
0: And, and it, it's not normal. And and almost always, it presented itself in the dating, but you ignored it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or exactly. Or The
1: red flags. You the red
0: flag. And and then it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets full blown. So if you're in a relationship, love just means I love you. I love you regardless of what, i you know, and I will love your imperfections. I'll give you grace. I'm not going to give you the grace to self destruct. And to take us with it, mm-hmm. and that's that's true love. Yeah, you, a person who stands, a person, a person who really loves you doesn't tell you what you want to hear; they tell you what you need to hear, <laughs> and they do what you need done. Hope this has been helpful to you today. Uh, we have a new book called "I Will." It's a 365-day devotional for couples. It is wonderful. It just takes two or three minutes every day to sit down and read together, at the breakfast table, dinner table, together in bed or whatever. But it will it will help your marriage and keep your marriage on track. I also wanna say, if you need help, if you're in a destructive relationship or a codependent relationship, we have counseling here. We call them mediators, sexo mediators. You can go on xlmarriage.com. We have one hour, two hour video in person, by phone. Uh, it, but we also have these intensives that are one or two days long. And sometimes people are in such trouble in their marriage an hour or two of counseling doesn't help. You need a day or two, and we have that available. So if you need help in your marriage, go to exomarriage.com, Mediators. You'll see Mediation there on that front page. Click in there and fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you and uh, hook you up with a mediator. Hope this has been helpful to you today. We'll see you next time right here on the Marriage Today podcast. Goodbye. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today podcast.